Maybe I ought to eat your cornbread. Oh, motherfucker, you can't have my cornbread. That's for damn sure. Because if you try to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree gonna begin up in here on your ass right now. If you think about my cornbread, they get the taste out your mouth. That's for damn sure. What's up? I am me, you are you, and this is another episode of the show that you already know of, but in case you don't know of it, the name of the show is Everything Tastes Good. I am Jay Penn. And I am Rod. And uh, this is episode eight. We're I'm almost there. Just hold yes. on, we're going home. Um, how was your weekend? I know we just came out of a weekend, so was it good for you? I mean, it was good to me. Good enough. Um, I was working while away from work, and... <sighs> I'm tired of being grown. I've been telling my mama this the whole week. I am so tired of adulting. If I could literally give my grown ass card back, I, I would. I would return to sender. I have the receipt, and it wasn't what I expected. So yeah, I don't think they do no refunds on that. You don't think so? No, no. Ain't nobody gonna take care of me right now. <laughs> nah. <laughs> See, that's the problem. Nobody wanna take care of me. I'm not, I'm I, it, I'm tired of doing this by myself, Jay. Three one two five three two. <laughs> Folks, call me. <laughs> oh, sure. They got apps on top of apps for that. You Job ain't utilizing something do. right. I know something right, something right. But what's going on? Tell me what is right. What tastes good? What's tasting good this week? Well, this past weekend, not the entire weekend, but Friday night specifically, I had a a me night. And I know we've talked about this on numerous occasions where we just kind of like spend time with ourselves and what that looks like. So Friday I, I stayed in, I made myself dinner um, and I just kind of like coasted with my own damn self. And one of the things that I made <laughs> amongst the things I made, because not only did I make dinner, but I had like dessert and snacks okay. throughout the night. Look at you! But who was the snack? <laughs> oh, okay. Shit, I was a snack. I was on the fucking yes. menu, yes. and that's all eat I you. needed. Eat, eat you! you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna write a book called Eat You Too. Now, nah, that's baby, gonna don't be that. the book to the show, y'all. Somebody gonna Shut certify your ass. <laughs> <laughs> what they call it 5150 listen um but no i made uh what is it i think it's called sticky sesame cauliflower um and i thought that would be good because i had been i was craving chicken but i was trying to refrain from like actually getting chicken and uh cauliflower is like a really nice substitute for that but i didn't just want plain cauliflower so i looked up recipes found this Mm -hmm. and it was really fucking good it's um it very much tasted like orange chicken in a way okay um have you ever have you ever done fried cauliflower i have i had it from a restaurant actually um here in houston and in los angeles there's a place in like echo park over there that does like the fried cauliflower. Mm, yes you know i think about? you might be talking about a uh, uh, sage it might be across from the walgreens area that that place yep um and i had it at a place here in houston when my friend came in town who wanted to try to find like a vegan spot i think i had the fry maybe i did did I? okay yeah so i must say that's what i had because i think that's what i remember eating um but no i actually like it i enjoy it i mean i try i try to stay away from foods that basically mimic foods that i should be eating anyway and i think that's where people behavior with trying to change their diet get disrupted because they're trying to duplicate things that they like with other things mm-hmm. and if you're gonna do something different just do something different just let your taste buds try something new and see if they like that for what it is so i try to stay away from duplicating taste 
strict regarding other foods when I'm trying to be healthy, but I've done it. Okay. Um, well, I am one of those people who definitely tries to mimic the shit that I love in a healthier way, okay. as y'all, I'm sure y'all okay. have noticed with the recipes I choose for this show. But this one was pretty fun. It was very Friday night vibes because it was so fun to make. Um, and it kind of required yes. not a lot. And I'm always down for a minimal recipe. So, how this, long did it take you? Uh, probably 40 minutes. Oh, that's 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 quite a while. Okay, 40 minutes. Okay, <laughs> I mean, that's but it was fun. You said typical fun. dinner time, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that's no, yeah, prep and cook. 40 you minutes. basically oh, just need a head of cauliflower, soy sauce, uh, maple syrup or honey. Vinegar, garlic, sesame oil, ginger, powder, um, and actual sesame seeds. That's it. Oh. Um, oh. And it's basically just using healthy oils to fry it in. So I chose uh, canola oil. Um, you, I know her. I know her. Yeah. And you basically put the cauliflower in its own like little batter mix. You throw it in the oil. When it comes out the oil, then you do the sauce drizzle that consists of the soy sauce, the ginger and all that shit yeah so you get get like this crispy crunchy situation and it's really fucking good um as a side i made um kale and um i do love kale like and i don't like many vegetables but that's like a superfood that i will fuck with and it usually does what it needs to do mine's is pomegranates but mm -hmm. yeah that's just that's a lot to it's like you gotta fight with pomegranates and that's why i don't like them It's, it seems like it takes a lot to cut them open properly to get them to come apart. Mm-mm. I don't. Uh-uh. I bought the pomegranates that's already like just the little, you know, the seeds things, and I just I, I chew and swallow. Well, blessed be the fruit then. Um, <laughs> I I can't fuck with it, but I'm glad that somebody knew what to do with it. But yeah, like I said, just had a night in, and that was a really good meal. Side dishes was kale and uh, russet potatoes. Mm-hmm, that that yeah that potato <laughs> huh. okay now that doesn't sound like the sweet potato that you told us about last time so you do eat other potatoes okay yeah i just try to All monitor right. everything is about monitoring how much of what you're doing in moderation yeah in moderation okay all right so from one to five stars i give it a four or five it was a really good meal that's right, because when you make it, it's always five. Okay. No, nope, listen. I listen. Last week I gave that shit a smooth ass three because it wasn't my thing. <laughs> that was that that uh, what the fuck was that? The sweet potato and and curry shit. That was the name of it. The what the fuck? Yeah. Okay. All the right. You fuck. had the what the fuck last week, and mm-hmm. uh, me myself and I this week. Okay. And it was it's it's good. All right. It's all Delicious. good. Um, nice. But yeah, I think date night with myself inspired. The meal I, I cooked something that was a favorite of mine That I didn't have to go and sit and wait for it to come out And it was just good vibes with me My music and movies I actually had a date night myself Oh, do tell And it was me, myself, and I also um, Friday and Saturday night Well <laughs> I decided to Back to back, right? Right um, I decided to order from a really nice Mexican restaurant that I like here in Houston called Chewy's. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got a burrito, like a was a fajita chicken burrito. And I got their queso and they got a bomb ass queso. And I don't even just like generally buy queso, but their queso, you know, you can put the, um, the ground beef in it and stuff. And it's like $10. I'm not going to lie, but mm-hmm. it's well worth it. I mean, it's sodium heaven and it is delicious. <laughs> sodium heaven. That's um, the thing. Well, it was that night. Child. My <laughs> blood pressure went 
up, okay? Yikes. Um, but I will tell you that it is not difficult to prepare. You need a credit card or a debit card. You need money on those things. Roger. You need to be able to uh, get to the location. Mm. Um, <laughs> Why? Can I ask you a question? Because I know this is this is behavior of yours. I already know what you're going to ask. Why? I'm I'm just not in the I'm not there in the very moment. See, sometimes I go through periods where I am cooking food and I will do that shit for months on end. Okay. And then sometimes my life is just not conducive to the preparing of the food and working multiple jobs. I just don't feel like it. I be I really be mentally exhausted and the last thing that I want to think about is what to cook. I feel it. So it's just I go through phases, but you know, Christmas season's coming in, I'm getting the home, the whole, you know, homey feeling and mm-hmm. being inside. So, you know, I'm gonna go back to it. But I mean the whole week last week I literally ate off one pot of um What's the vegetable soup that I made? I Literally, know. that was my dinner every day. <laughs> so you know, I'm I'm not hard to please, but I knew that I wanted to do something for my date night, um, and I had some projects I was working on. So it was just one of those nights where I just wanted to take some time to myself. I know you know what that feels like. Yeah, no, I'm, clearly I know what it felt like. I just did the shit. Um, but no, let's get more into like what date night is for you and you. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> so. For me, I I play music while I'm while I'm like preparing the food and just like in my own fucking zone right here. I literally put on a whole Ooh, concert you, by myself. Man. It's just like what whatever I feel like playing that day. So I, I might start with shit that's in my top most recent played shit, and then I'll start getting real specific, okay. and I'll either go back to the '90s or to the '80s or whatever the case may be. Whatever. I want in that moment. So it's not a specific vibe. That's so you don't have like no cooking food music that you listen to when you're preparing a meal? No, but this past Friday, going through some of my shit that's in my playlist really did make me contemplate like what are my top albums of life? I mean, I'm, I've only Ooh. been alive for 31 years, but. Are you old, Jack? You're trying it. You're trying it. <laughs> um, but I do have favorites, like songs that mark out specific um, points of my life. Um, okay, so right, let's do it. Let's let's go through them. I want to I want to know what are these what top you said ten top albums? ten. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I want to know what what the album is. Give me a song from the album and just a little why, <sighs> just a little why. Okay, uh, come on, I'm ready. Shit, if I just have to, at the top of my list would probably be TLC's Crazy Sexy Cool. Um, mm-hmm. I just thought it was a really like that album to me embodies the 90s it has all the 90s elements and sounds and feels and it just feels good um favorite track off of there mm, digging on you which i later went on to find out that babyface wrote and i love him so you know one of the same digging on you digging on me digging on we if you had to pick a a number one of your list what would it be oh come on a list number one what would i have honestly you might laugh, but it's very true. I would say I'm not going to have a specific order. I'm just going to give you the first one that I can think of. Okay. And that's going to be Maroon 5 Songs About Jane. Hmm. I think I've heard I you say that before. love that album. And the song that I would pick is Sunday Morning. Sunday morning rain is falling. <laughs> I love that album. I love It's such a... I'm from the country, okay? So it's such a country, soothing, yet upbeat tempo, uh, hip-hop-ish, not hip-hop vibe. It was just like this good mix of country meat pop. 
that I had never really heard a group do that well before. Hmm. So, yeah. I don't think I've ever listened to that album all the way through, but now I want to. Amazing. 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 Yes. Right. yes. I love that. I love that. What about you? What What would you go give me for number two? What's number two? What um, number two for me will probably have to be Brandy's Full Moon. Um, I'm making a full moon. Eight. Not the song, but the album. To me, the oh, album okay. just in general um, was kind of ahead of its time as far as the sound. Um, to me, that's when Brandy's voice transitioned from being very childlike to to the force that it is now, in my opinion. Um, okay, and so it was a transitional album and I, I love every piece of it. It kind of solidified who she was going to be moving into her career. Uh, favorite mm-hmm. song off the album is probably my favorite Brandy song in general, which is like this. Um, so yeah, what's your, what's your number two? Number two for me. Number two. Um, this album honestly was just recognized by Rolling Stone as oh. the best rap album ever. And that is the miseducation of Lauren Hill. Okay. And she deserves every <laughs> bit of it. Thank you. That album, the song that I love so much, um, is X Factor. Because when I first was introduced to this album, um, I was in college, so way after it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it resonated with the situation that I was going through because when she said it could all be so simple. But, but you rather, rather make it hard. Make that shit hard. Okay? Mm-hmm. That shit right there. It, I felt that. I felt that in my shando. Okay? <laughs> in, in your I shando. Felt it, I felt I, it was deep. Okay. Because you, I, I was I was in that same place, you know. So that would definitely be number two. Come on, give me number three. Number three. <laughs> number three. Um, Adele's 21 album. Okay. The album is very specific for me because I was in college. Um, it was a year that I felt like I went through a lot, and mm-hmm. I could just re- <clears throat> resonate with the mood of the album, which is a very moody album and very emotional driven. Um, so yeah. Okay. Favorite song. <laughs> Watch yourself. <laughs> Favorite song off the Twenty One album is "Take It All." Yeah. Okay. Why take it all? Why are you, why are you just giving it away? It's, I mean, it's, it's, you done it before, but why now? Why now? Wow. <laughs> I learned from the best uh, Take it all uh, It has nothing to do with actually l- giving it up to somebody But the song's premise is I've given you everything What more could I give you at this point mm-hmm. Besides Don't all look back Right mm-hmm. no, I remember something like that Yeah mm-hmm. so I just, It's something it's I beautiful. resonated with Yeah I love that Come on mm-hmm. Take it all What's your number three? Oh, child. This is a heavy one Y'all ready? I'm ready Okay here we go <laughs> The drama of it all. Listen, it's the truth too. Waiting to exhale soundtrack. Oh, oh, yeah. Let me tell you, yeah. baby. I think for every black woman out there, <laughs> near and far, <laughs> <laughs> there was a song on this album for you at some point in your life. Oh my gosh, I love this album. Like. <sighs> Yeah, Babyface did I his know thing. I know, I know, I know. Miss Jones was listening to this album. Mama Bowers was listening to this album. Yep. All the, I mean, any woman that was alive that mm-hmm. was a color was listening to this album. Child. What was your favorite song on this album? Because I know you even got one. Give me, give it to me. <sighs> Probably Tony Braxton's. I can't think of the name of it now. I just know it goes first thing Monday morning. 
What's the name of that? I'm gonna back my Let it flow. Away. Let it flow. Ooh. Yeah. That's that's a good one. I love, love it. So my favorite song off this album is It Hurts Like Hell. Of by course. Franklin. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that shit. Let me tell you. <laughs> when Retha says, love was always supposed to be. It's supposed to be. You got to say it like Something that. Something wonderful <laughs> to me. Hold on. To watch it grow inside yourself. <laughs> that part right there. <laughs> to feel. That, 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 that feel. That, that, that feel. That part. Mm-hmm. Nigga. Sometimes mm. it hurts to love so bad. Yeah, Aretha Why did her thing. Why do you give thing? these people shit that they don't deserve? Shit. What that girl say? Why you bother me when you know you don't want me? Why you bother me when you know you don't want? Leave me alone, as these kids be saying. Leave me alone. Oh shit! Shit! Oh okay. my god! That's a that is a a definite honorable mention. Oh my gosh! And it hurts mm-hmm. like hell. That's All the, the way it is. Oh, Jay, what you got for number three? What you got for number three? I mean, number four. How, how number you follow four. up waiting next hell, child? Um, you don't, but you just saw <laughs> <laughs> um, Coming in at my number four is Usher's Here I Stand album. That was a good album. Yeah, which I, I feel like a lot of people don't really pay it any mind because it followed one of his best-selling albums today, Confessions, and it's really hard to follow up a hit like that. But for me, this did it. Um, favorite song off of it is Love You Gently. And I think what I loved about the album, it just felt grown it was a completely different direction from confessions um and you kind of felt usher's maturity come through in his voice his actual mm-hmm. image and all the other shit so i feel like i got that feel of everything that it was supposed to be in confessions mm-hmm. he was like i gotta be honest about this shit and this is going to sell and baby did it sell mm-hmm. my number four is an album that really set with me when i had first moved to chicago and that is drake take care Mm. And I feel like moving to Chicago was the release of everything that happened in college and moving forward with new opportunities and new part of life. So the whole idea of Take Care itself just really set with me. And my favorite song on the album is Take Care. Yeah. That's for Rihanna, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a good album. I, I can. A good album. Yeah, amongst all the albums that Drake has released, it's probably my top three for him. Yeah, I so love it. Views that. is probably number one, honestly, at this point. Views, views, views. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Every every song on that to me was a banger, but um, I mean, I like So Far Gone. I like. It's, Listen, nothing was the same as it for me. That's the number one Drake oh, album. Oh. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy nothing was the same. Yeah. I do, it's just a lot. It's just a lot. It's a lot. Um, okay. What we got for number five? I like your list so far. Uh, I can. I haven't disagreed with any of it, with with the exception of them calling Lauren Hill's a rap album. But I digress. Child, here you go. Um, yeah. Number five. <laughs> um, this was a staple moment for me after college. Um, this is the Beyonce album. Um, I feel like this album changed the game of music. It changed the way that we look at how an artist puts out music. Um, so yeah, favorite song off of there is probably mine with Drake, which is right behind you talking about Drake. So yeah, Drake has had some good moments with some legends. I mean, he's had some great moments. Okay, let's use the proper term. Great. That man has done what we call his thing. I, yeah. I don't know how. I don't know how, but he did it. Whatever it is. He did it. <laughs> 
Um, well, my number five is one that you kind of hinted at before. Um, confessions. Oh, okay. Yes, Confessions was my number five. Every song was a fucking banger. Listen, when the album came out, it the popularity of it lasted for at least two years after. Oh, yes, definitely so. Definitely so. I feel like that, that album just, it just set the stage for greatness. Mm-hmm. Just greatness. Like, that album did what every album is supposed to do. It did that. Um, <laughs> Favorite song. It has to be Superstar. Um, can, can you hit the note for the people? The one at the very beginning? I can't. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. I feel like I resonated with just with the idea of like finding that special like. Uh, I get that. And at that time you were like 20 anyway, right? No, it's probably when when this came out, Confessions, two thousand four, I think it was, or something like that. I think I was probably like two or three years old. I was very young. Wow, was very young. Interesting. Uh huh. Like I, I, I don't. I didn't even know you in high school. Like mm-hmm. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mine ass. Um. Okay. Cool. No, I, I that did not make my list, but I, I kind of feel like it should have. That was a moment. I feel like it should have too. Give me number six. Let's see if you can make it for it. Um, Music Soul Child's on my radio album, and I know a lot of people may have chosen something that was earlier on in his career because this was like 2009. But this album sonically for me just felt amazing. Like it felt like grown man issues, grown man singing. Um, and this at the time where I thought I was a grown man already. I was 19, and I, I, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. But come on, a nigga up. thought that he was. So I was listening to shit that was connected to that. Um, favorite song off of this album is probably one of the lead singles, "So Beautiful." Um, and it also marks an important time in my life when I met one of my best friends, Eric, and we went to the concert mm-hmm. together. Um, so it's a, a staple in a friendship, a staple in my life, a staple. All right, my number six is definitely a bop. Writings on the Wall by Destiny's Child. Of course, that's a, that's a given. It is everything that it needed to be. Um, I really didn't know much about Destiny's Child at the time. I was young, you know, it was the '90s, and my sister was really into Destiny's Child. Mm. But when I tell you, I listened to all of the songs, but I didn't really play this album for real for real until i was living in chicago like really? 2013 seriously oh. and i was like dang i remember these songs i love this album so it just jumped to the top of the charts for me a song that i believe that i like amongst all of the others is probably it's just hard because i really love now that she's gone mm-hmm. and if you leave oh two um, deep cuts from the album okay yes i mean because people do that shit. They talk to you, get to know you. They like, oh, I like you. And then they find somebody else. Oh, I like you too. And I'm going to go with you. And then when that don't work out, mm-hmm. here they come. They want to come back around yonder. Oh, because you remember this old good sweet thing. I was trying to get a taste. Second taste. Listen, listen. This ain't nothing but low taste test. But let me tell you something. You get it. <laughs> you better buy. Okay. Now the kitchen closed. <laughs> the kitchen is the closed. It's closed. <laughs> you know, so yeah, that's honestly, I've experienced that uh, sadly enough a lot in my uh, life. Um, and people are like, and you know, you was actually a good person. 
Fuck you. Oh. Child. Oh God. <laughs> this you are a good is a person. Friendly show. <laughs> dot dot dot. Fuck you. Nice. But you know, but you, but you know what? I've learned that. I learned that from somebody that I talked to, and if they taught me nothing else, because they really couldn't teach me a lot, but they did teach me this. Ooh. Sometimes it is good to tell people the truth and to let them go. And sometimes that truth is, girl, fuck you. <sighs> and then you just move on. And sometimes and you feel so much better about it. <laughs> sometimes you gotta lose to win. Come on. Hey, come on, Tasia. <laughs> <laughs> Which leads me into my number seven. <laughs> What's number seven? Um, Fantasia's Back to Me album. I did like Back to Me a lot. Yeah, it's like that's another no skips. I love every song on that fucking album. And it reminds me of college. Um, getting my first apartment in Carbondale and just fucking vibing to it. I'm sure my roommates hated me because of it, but you know, such is life. Um, favorite song off the album is probably Collard Greens and Cornbread. Collard Greens and Cornbread. Mm-hmm. She can cook. You know her ass. You this know Fantasia. And talked about a song. She made a whole song about Collard Greens and Cornbread. This half can cook. You can't I sing like can that cook. and not know how to fucking burn in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> it's a requirement. It just goes against the rules of physics. Like, you just can't. You can't. All right. We won't let you do it. What's your seven? I'm going to tell you something. And my good Judy... Miss Sagan introduced me to an album that I was just really not even going to pay any attention to, but she was like, I want to go to this concert. This was circa 2015. And she's just like, you want to listen to the album? So we'll know the songs when we get there. And I was like, all right, girl. So (laughs) I drowned myself in Miguel's wild heart album. Interesting. That's the album for Miguel that you fuck with. I love that album from front to back. Wow, you are one of the only people I've ever heard say that. We went to the concert, and it was honestly so Prince-esque. I loved it. I just love the feel of it and all just just the whole thing. Uh, My favorite song on the album, Mm -hmm. and I know it's going to sound a bit morbid, (laughs) but it's a beautiful exit. A beautiful exit. I don't think yes. I know that. I love this song because it basically, and child, this is not my dream, <laughs> but it's basically talking about dying young. Got you. And making an impact with a little bit of time and having a beautiful exit. And so it's just, it makes you think about the things that you have or have not done in your life at a younger age. And it's just like, damn, have I done anything that's noteworthy? If I die today, anybody going to remember this shit? I hear that. So, yes. Okay. That's, that's, that's it. But I do like another song. And that song is Hollywood (laughs) Dreams. But, yeah. uh (laughs) Okay. Um, cool. Number eight. eight. I really, really fucks with Rihanna's anti hard. Um, I always liked Rihanna, I think to some degree, but this album made me fall in love with her and it felt very artistic and it didn't feel like she was really pushing for a top 100. This was for me when Rihanna was like, fuck all the outside noise, I'm gonna do what I want to do on an album. Everything else felt very crafted, but this was personal. Favorite, like it worked out well for her. I think I think it did for um, from the perspective of solidifying her as an artist. I feel like people were really into her prior to, but this did it on an artist range. Um, favorite song off that album, surprisingly, is the lead single "Work." Oh, why, why? It's very few songs in my life that I, I could never get tired of playing, 
And that's one of them. That's one of them. Okay, look at you. Yeah. You out here trying to work, 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 work. Come on, Jay, get coins. <laughs> Grab the bag. <laughs> oh, you was on one today. Today, okay, all right. What's your number? Um, took both of my meds. So I'm screaming. <laughs> this is an album that cannot go unspoken of, unsaid, unstated. Mm. Okay, Michael Jackson. And that album is bad. Michael Jackson. <laughs> okay. Bad was a bad ass motherfucking album. This was like, when Michael first turned colors, right? No, Michael Jackson was the, the necessary color. Okay, he was a bit lighter. He was white. Let's be, let's be he was white. No, 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 no. He was Michael white. Jackson, honestly, he got he got lighter over the years. <laughs> he was white. No, no, seriously. He had a lighter tone and his hair seemed to be um a bit different. Than the texture we were used to. <laughs> I love People how you're trying to package this very nicely. People change, and I was like, okay, you know, I I saw the change, you know, and and that's okay. But the album itself, I mean, it produced songs such well, not produced, but it delivered songs such as "Dirty Diana," "Smooth Criminal," mm-hmm. "Man in the Mirror," "Bad" itself, and my favorite, "Liberian Girl." Now, when oh, I was younger, I was calling it "Librarian Girl," of but course. <laughs> you know, because I was in my studies. In my stu- I was in my books. <laughs> I was in my books and things. <laughs> but as I got old, I realized he was saying Liberian girl. But that song was the song on that album. But yes, that album bad is bad. Okay, and okay. bad is diamond. Okay, so we you, he got a few diamonds. For, he does. Like Thriller was probably his best-selling album. It's Michael. Come on now. It's my All girl. right. Calm down. Nothing less. Calm nothing down. Less. Calm down. Uh, <laughs> Give me number nine. Number nine for me is Kanye West 808 to Heartbreaks. People love that fucking album. It's such a fucking good album. And so I slept on it. I'm not going to lie. When it first came out, I slept on it because it, it was much darker than what Kanye had done previously. And I think his previous albums were like College Dropout, Late Registration. You do not like people going from light to dark, John. Calm down. God damn. Every, every week. Um... <laughs> But no, this album was right after his mother passed and it was much darker than his previous works. But when you really sit down and listen to it, it's fucking phenomenal. And the first time I truly got exposed to it was actually in Carbondale at a Vanity show. And Vanity chose to do Cold as Winter in one of their um one of their performances. Listen. <laughs> listen. They did I remember that and they They killed that shit. They that fucking killed that shit. shit. For all those who are listening that were part of the vanity team at that time. <laughs> <laughs> Old school vanity. Y'all did that shit right there. Yeah. Okay? I, will, I won't forget that. Me either. Um, and so then it made me dive into the album even more. And it's just so fucking good. Like every track. Um, favorite track will probably have to be Cold as Winter or Robocop. Oh, okay. Why Robocop? Robocop just it, I love futuristic sounding shit and so that that felt like some next level the whole album felt next level honestly but that was just a standout for me okay yeah hey, look at Jay mm-hmm. with the good shits come on you, <laughs> no, got, you I, got some good shits what's your number nine homeboy number nine is Tony Braxton album Tony Braxton ooh that's the debut right let me tell you something <laughs> I love this album you mean oh my god me too to i was hoping you said that you are my it, that song what a fucking moving song it I, 
Tony. Tony. <laughs> Baby. Auntie. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that song right there will for, forever be a African-American classic. It Absolutely. will go down in the history books after everything is dead and gone. Honey, the roaches will listen to oh, that song. not the roaches. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing that's taking to survive an atomic bomb. Uh, but seriously, that song is just phenomenal. Like I agree. And she sings it with such grace and intention. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at you. Grace and intention. I don't know, I don't know who that was she, that she was talking about, but baby, <laughs> If I could have been that man feeling like what he felt Listen, at that time. I won't be married until a nigga can sing that to me like that. Shit. I guess if that's the case for me, I will never be married because I can't sing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm at the Millie Vanilli y'all ass Not out here. Millie Vanilli. Um, give me your number 10. What's What we got? All right, coming in last but not least, and this actually is my first non-African American artist um, on my list. But Britney Spears' Blackout album. Um, (laughs) Right. I think that's where that that coin term started at. And I was in high school when this came out, of course, and it was a favorite then. But I also got to college, and the dance team that I was on uh, danced to, I think, Toy Soldier. And then I fell in love with it all over again. But for me, this album felt extremely urban for Britney. Like, she had always played with the urban bullshit, but this kind of, like, took her there. And she had writers like Carrie Hilson on the album, Timbaland, uh, uh, Danger, which is a really popular producer. Um, And it just felt really good. And this is probably at one of her lowest points of life because she was this is when she shaved Hold her on, head is off is it the same danger the danger danger no that's him oh child no Dan- that's mystical my nigga <laughs> oh he had a song called danger this is a producer <laughs> he did okay called See, danger but yes the blackout so album was just amazing favorite song off of it is probably uh get back Ooh, I think she yeah. actually. I think Pharrell produced some shit on this too. It was. It, it felt black, black as fuck. Um, black. And Britney was going through a really dark moment. This is when she shaved her head and was like hitting cars with umbrellas and shit. Uh, but this uh, this album turned out good. So, hey. Okay. Okay. What's gonna cap off your list? Child, it is another Negro spiritual black woman favorite movie. Okay. Black woman um, as you can see that I was watching TV with my mom, as I told y'all before. So here we are. And it is her favorite Christmas movie. Hmm. The Preacher's Wife. <laughs> okay. Child. Yeah. That album for those who are with God. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love everybody, but I can speak specifically to this group of people. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, it is just a fan favorite. I love this album. I love it from front to back. Um, my favorite song on the album is such an inspirational tune. The whole album is inspirational, <laughs> Roderick. But this one is such an inspirational tune. Okay. It is I Believe in You and Me. Mm. Okay. Just the words of that song. I believe in miracles. Get a people and about love, 10 seconds of it. Go ahead. Love is a miracle. Mm-hmm. Woo. <laughs> and baby, you're my dream come true. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you like, sound somebody's Nana. Go ahead. Come on. Let Nana sing. <laughs> um, the song, though. The song. It's just... Ah. <laughs> you, you okay? You well? <laughs> Yeah, and it just it, it'll bring you whole. It, it just it, it brings you back. It makes you whole. It, it completes you. So, yeah, it's a good one. That's I a really good album. It. I think my favorite track off of there is "I Love the Lord." That's a nice music That's list, good. though. I was I mm, I don't know what I was expecting from you, but I wasn't expecting that. But I fucks with Man, it. What was you expect? What you thought? I don't know. I know that we don't right. always see eye to eye on music, but you had a lot of we shit that I would have actually had eye on music because you, you child, you like stuff your own way. Now we generally, even though we don't see eye to eye on music as much, we mostly enjoy most of the same type of shows. Because um, we was loving Black Monday together here very recently. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot of the same favorite Christmas movies. Um, I mean, give me some of your some of your shits. Tell the people what you like as far as let's say. Date night movies Since we did the date night songs I want to do movies Give me I ain't gonna do ten Cause that's a lot I'm <laughs> yeah, tired no, yeah, yeah. Well, Let's do five You give me five I'm gonna give you five And Hopefully this can give Somebody out there Some inspiration To listen to some of this shit While you cook Watch some of this shit While you eat And just enjoy shit. I wanna be an inspiration I should've watched Some of this shit on Friday Instead of watching What I watched Which was Antebellum Which I do not recommend I'm not gonna go into Too many details But it ain't it it ain't the one. It ain't the two. People been giving. People been talking. Who? It's good. What people? It's getting mixed reviews, now. Come so, on. Mm-mm. All right. I know they got Cisco and Eva and Jay and Rod, but let's see what the. No, nah, baby, that, 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 that wasn't a movie. But I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. Okay, <laughs> give me your. Give me five. You ain't gotta be in order. Let's give me your right. date night movie. Give me one. Love Jones. Oh, child, James Jones, like Love Jones. No, like, no, Love no, Jones is just a such a fucking well-done black rom. And in Chicago. Yes. Oh, my yeah. God. It just feels I good. I know. And that I damn know. Lorenz Tate, that damn Lorenz Tate. Child, I didn't even think none of Lorenz Tate until I seen this one photo, and I said, wait a minute. Honestly, wait. Lorenz Tate is one of them actors that got better looking with time. At time, yeah. Because he's, yeah. oh, the man now. That's not child. who he was then. We're going to move on. We're going to move on. What show us? What show us? You know me. I'm such a just a nice. Oh my god! Guy. We gotta have a fucking biography before every. Go ahead. Well, what is it, Roger? Girl, eat, <laughs> eat, pray, love. Eat, pray, love. Okay. Okay. The movie just it really touches my spirit. It, it touches everything on in my shando that oh I was speaking god, of. Really. Fucking shandos. It, it, it hits, <laughs> and I I love eat, pray, love. I I guess it's because I resonate with her. Going from one place to the next as I run from one city to the next for whatever reason, trying to find something I have yet to find, I guess. You feel like you be running, child? Not really. Okay. But I just feel like I don't mind getting the fuck up and going. Uh, well, shit. If I need to go, I'm going to go. No strings attached. Another great album. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't be afraid, okay? Shit. But uh, well, give me your number two. What is it? I'm going to kind of go through my list and probably stop on something that's worth talking about. Um, Panic Room is another one for me. About last night, I just love seeing great black movies because we don't have a lot, in my opinion. Like we have movies, but we don't have a lot that I I will consider like up echelon. Love about last night with Regina. I think Hall I put you on today. We went and saw it together. We put each other onto it. Hold on, I didn't. I went with you. Yeah, I don't know who you went and saw it with twice, but the very first time I, I remember specifically going to see it with you. We did. Well, how was I? You were in your second apartment in Chicago. Chicago. Second apartment. Oh, the condo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. Oh, 
Oh, got it. Okay, I remember. Um, <laughs> You're so fucking extra. You just had to let that be I know. known. <laughs> okay. Yes, Al. Your, your apartment on Kenmore. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do remember the condo on Kendor, uh, Kenmore. I remember the condo on Kenmore. And I didn't I didn't even know this when it came out, but I did enjoy the film. And that's mm-hmm. honestly something that I would put on my list. Uh, that and wait until they tell the movie. Of course, because you love the soundtrack. Now it's only right. And this Christmas, because it is my favorite Christmas movie. But I got a, I got one that you probably wouldn't really think of. Mm. And I fell in love with this movie. Y'all don't laugh at me, but I did. I fell in love with this movie about two years ago, What's three that? years ago. And that's because when I watched it, I only watched like the last forty-five minutes, and I, I shed a tear. Hmm. What was this? The Time Traveler's Wife. I love them. I actually have that on DVD. I did not realize that movie was so good. That woman, when I tell you, she went through the heartache of loving somebody that never really could be there. Mm. I felt like I felt that back in my shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I knew it. I was like, I understand. He like a ghost. He ain't mm-hmm. really there, but he there. He come and he leave. And y'all can't never really establish nothing. You trying to build a life and he always gone. Oh. You okay? Child. No, I love her as an actress, though. She's a really good actress. She's really good. She's um, really good. And she has another movie that deals with time as well. It's called About Time. And that's one of my favorites. Um, um, a lot of people probably haven't seen it, but it's phenomenal. Talk about shedding a tear. It really just deals with the with the constructs of time and how every moment of your life should be appreciated. She done some good ass movies. She yeah. did the Notebook. She was in um, your movie, Family Stone. She yes. was the Mean Girl. She was. She has done some good work. She's had an impactful career. She doesn't just do she movies has. to do them. She was in Sherlock Holmes too. She was, mm-hmm. and that's my shit. She has had an impactful career. Good choice of words. Thank Jones. you. Thank you. A You're white welcome. woman told me in a recent interview that I'm well spoken, so I guess I am. I can't. I don't, I don't know. I just don't like when white people say, "Oh, you're well spoken." Like I'm supposed to be anything but that. But that's a conversation yeah, for another motherfucking it, day. That's, that's that's it's it's almost insulting. It is insulting. It comes off surprising that you actually know how to speak. Now, did you not put the fact that you had a college degree on your resume? You know, it's in big bold letters towards the bottom where it says education. Oh goodness, that's a spot for that. There's a spot. <laughs> You know, <laughs> okay. Um, so the su- the surprise and and the suspense that I that I had good vernacular was um, yeah. Did did it uh, disrupt you in your Shondo? No, I'm still trying to discover what fucking Shondo is. I know Shonda rhymes. <laughs> I don't know Shondo. Energy. It's your inner energy that uh, should not not be disturbed. But Ain't that your chakras, Joe? Well, they'll, they'll, that's describing different places of the body in which energy <laughs> resides. Uh, we're talking about it in its totality. I call it the Shondo. Uh-huh. And it's deep. It runs deep. Honey, it's behind a layer of of layers. Okay. But yeah. Okay. Um, I thought that this was would be really interesting to do for this episode. Just kind of talk about our favorites in music and, and movies because Rolling Stones just released their top 500 albums um, list, which... It's a, it's a cute list, but it's, it's extremely white. 
for 500 spots, I just expect to see a lot more color sprinkled um, out through 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 that. Well, Jay, um, let's go through it. What, what they got? I don't know. I don't know all of them, but I know at number one sat a black album, which I was actually surprised that Marvin Gaye's "What's Going On" album, uh, uh, um, an on? album that I have not heard, but I really want to get into. And I know previously they had named Aretha Franklin's um, "I Never Loved a Man the Way That I Love You" as their mm-hmm. top, um, and it was in this list again. I think it was like number ten. Um, so they had some really um, hard hitting black moments in there, but I just expected to see more, like a few of the ones that you and I just mentioned, to be honest. But hold on, this is something fun to just go into. Gabrielle Union is putting together like a uh, round table, table read of Friends, but with all black actors. I heard about this. And this I'm is so this is interesting. You know, Friends, my favorite show. Yeah, Friends was good, but it was so white. So to see them put black people in the spot of these white characters is just something that's. It's getting mixed reviews, I know, but you know what? It's just all in good fun. They're not trying to recreate them and be them. Child, you they know, white people scared as fuck about that. Are they trying to put niggers in? Stop! Stop! Listen, oh, go on. We're just go on and go on and go on. I'm just saying. But no, I saw that. I'm excited about it. Um, and one of my favorite people in the world is going to be there. Um, and I'm just happy to see such beautiful things come into play. <laughs> <laughs> Who is one of your favorite people? Well, this person is an activist. He's very, you know, uh, popular in the community, fighting mm-hmm. for civil rights and, you know, um, speaking against oppression of people of color. And, oh. Um, I, I think his name is like uh, Kendrick. <laughs> Samson, uh, maybe? Oh, yeah, that's oh, what it is. Oh, no, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, he died. <laughs> Aside from Kendrick, which I, I that's a moment I just want to see because the aesthetic of Kendrick is worth watching. Um Sterling K. Brown will also be in it. Um, okay, he's great. Yeah, his wife, um, Ryan McBath, is going to be she in acts. it. Yeah, she's beautiful. She plays in that show on BT Plus called First Wives Club with Jill Scott mm. and uh, Michelle Boutte. So it's it's a few um, known black actors that are going to be doing this. And so I'm, I'm here for it. And it's during election week. Um, and I think that was Gabrielle's whole purpose to kind of just like give people some incentive or something to look forward to during that week. Um, because it's an important week, y'all. Get your ass out and vote. It's gonna be a tough, tiresome, exhausting week, and I'm already well out. For episode nine, we got to think of something. We got to think. We 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 gonna come to it with y'all, folks. But in the meantime, please do not forget to like, subscribe, and share. Again, like, subscribe, and share one more time. Like, subscribe. And and share. I don't say that for my health, and I promise you, because if I did, I would be healthy about that. Um, <laughs> and that's that on that. Yes, like, subscribe, and share. Get your asses out and vote next month. And, uh, well, not next month, because we're still in September, so November. Yeah. Get your ass out and vote in November, and uh, we will catch you guys next week for a, a brand new episode of Everything Tastes Good. In the meantime, check out our Instagram at Everything Tastes Good, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Toodles. All right.